Hello, and welcome to the Ascension Roundtable Ministry Minutes. A number of years ago, I was on a mission trip in Mexico. We were building a church down in the Yucatan Peninsula of Mexico, a very poor part of the country. Most people lived in community and lived under thatched roofs and uh, dirt floors in their homes. So we were building a church and doing a little evangelizing, and part of our mission was to do things the way they do things in the culture down there, and not to come down as big, strong Americans and do things how we would typically do things in the States. So we submerged ourselves in the culture, slept how they slept, ate as they ate, and uh, did construction work as they did construction work. So the two weeks we were there, we were building footers for a church. Uh, Footers are part of the foundation that the church is going to be built on, so it's important. And you have to dig pretty far down into the ground in order to put the footers in. Well, the ground there is mostly rock. So in America, we would bring in big machinery and just dig it up. But like I said, we're doing things the way the locals do things. So we took long pieces of pipe, had a pointed end, and we would jam it repeatedly into the rock. We would do this for hours until we got about two feet down below the rock and had a little hole two feet deep in order to place dynamite in. We would light the dynamite, it would blow up the rock, We would move the rocks by hand and then repeat the process inside the hole we just blew up. We'd dig another hole at the bottom of that, put the dynamite in, light it, and so on and so on. Now, they don't quite have the same OSHA requirements we have in the States, so their safety checklist for igniting dynamite was something like, one, place rubber tires tied with rope over the dynamite, two, light the dynamite, three, yell La Bamba, and four, run a safe distance from the dynamite. Now, I don't know about you, but I didn't grow up around dynamite. It was very new to me. So a safe distance, I don't know what that is. So my plan was this. They yell La Bamba, I run the opposite direction as fast as I can. If the dynamite explodes and I'm alive, that is a safe distance from the dynamite. So I put that plan into action, and lo and behold, I survived. Well, A couple days into it, I don't know if we didn't tie the tires right or we didn't place them correctly or maybe there was just a flaw in that design. But whatever the reason, as we were exploding dynamite one day on site, a large rock about the size of a watermelon went flying up in the air and down the street and disappeared into the community. So we went looking for the large piece of rock and found it. Uh, when we found a home that had a large watermelon-sized hole in the wall. We went inside. Luckily, no one was hit by the rock. It did destroy some furniture, but uh, the lady who lived there was not hurt. But it was someone we had met that week because she was coming to daily Mass. In the morning, we would celebrate Mass on the site that we were building. So it was a woman that had been coming daily who happened to be an elderly woman and who also happened to be uh, handicapped. So she couldn't walk. So she would crawl on her hands and knees down a gravel road to mass every day. Yes, that's the person's home. We just put a piece of rock through. So we obviously felt horrible, apologized profusely, and told her we would go to town the next day, get some supplies, come back and fix her furniture and fix her wall. So we did exactly that. While we were out, we thought, hey, wouldn't it be great if we got her a wheelchair So she no longer has to crawl to Mass every day. She can wheel herself down the street in comfort and come celebrate Mass. So we get the wheelchair, we get the supplies, we go back the next day. 
we replace the furniture, we repair the wall, and we save the best for last, we're feeling really good about ourselves. I mean, we're thinking, we're going to roll this baby out. She's going to think we're the best thing since sliced bread. She's going to hail us with with thank yous, and and we're going to be heroes, and on and on and on. So I'm feeling pretty pretty good about myself at this point. So we save the best for last. We bring in the wheelchair, and I'll never forget her response to me. She looks me in the eyes, and in her broken English, she says, Do not deny me the privilege of crawling on my hands and knees to receive my Lord and Savior in the Eucharist every day. Wow. At that point, I wish you would have just punched me in the teeth. It would have been less painful, I think. But what it did do was convict me of the importance of Mass. At the time, I was working in a church, and all I had to do was go down to Mass every day for 25 minutes. It wasn't even early. It was at noon every day. But I had gotten into this routine where it was just part of my day, and some days I thought that returning phone calls or filling out spreadsheets or something was more important than going down and receiving our Lord and Savior in the Eucharist. So needless to say, I was pretty convicted after that, going back home and made it a point to get to Mass every day and put aside those things I thought were important, but in the grand scheme of things were just not quite as important. So I tell you this story today for two reasons. One, just to recount uh, my thankfulness for that moment, and two, to challenge you. If you're a church worker working in the parish, you probably have daily Mass. It's probably available right down the hall every day. So my challenge for you is to put down the spreadsheets, put down the telephone, and get to Mass more this week. God bless. Have a great week. Peace.